After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We're here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. He poops, and he talks. My name is Andrew Walsh. I poop and I talk. (laughs) Too much information. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Genevieve. Hello, Andrew. Coming up today, Twins. Twins. The movie Twins. Yeah. Danny all the DeVito. ads for the, all the, all ads the ads for the movie twins. For the movie twins, we haven't done that yet, have no, we? No, we haven't done okay, that. Okay, because I just yeah, had this do idea. A, a deep dive on all of the trailers for twins. It sounds good, and you did all the prep on this, right? I do did. you have it? Yeah. Okay, good. Speaking of, I want to do a little. Um, no, we're going to talk about uh, commercials that have twins in them. But I'm going to go on the side here for a second. Yeah. There's a listener. Her name is Megan, and she sent in. An email that was just, she's like, I just spent a bunch of time watching TV and um, I just basically have some thoughts on these five commercials. She put together a, a show sheet for that. us, yeah, which you... is amazing. <laughs> and they're all commercials we haven't talked about. Uh-huh. And she all has, she has interesting insight for all of them. She should do this podcast. I know. Well, I'm going to steal <laughs> it. I, I forgot. We should have done that as a topic this week, but I had forgotten about it. Um, but we got to do that next week. Great. Like maybe, yeah. in fact, I mean, like that's like. I'm trying to get out of town next week. So that's actually oh, yeah. great for me. So we'll do that. If anybody else wants to put together a show sheet of, let's say, Five commercials that are just like on the top of your list of things to talk about. And you have yeah. insights that we haven't we talked about yet. We outsource so much of this production of I, this show already. I like, mean, Megan, let's just go ahead and like go a whole hog. I am so excited. Like Megan's show sheet is better than anything I've done on the show. I think so far <laughs> in the six years or whatever it's been. And I, I, I'm saying that like I'm really into it. So, yeah. If you send us a show sheet and tell us your name, we'll do the show and we'll write it. And we'll make a, a punny name show name about your name. That oh, is my interesting. Pledge. To you, we should. I, if we were, I was going to take if Megan's. If we were the kind of show that like did, you know, premiums or special content or whatever, uh, we could have we could hold that out as a Patreon prize. I'm doing this from the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's Megan who has put together this uh, this show sheet that we already have. Um, so I guess we could. I guess are you making that commitment to her because she sent us this before you? Yeah, made I'm that making offer. that commitment to Megan. Okay, but what if somebody else sends in another one? Or we do both theirs in the same show how do we make a pun about both their names no no we do it it's one listener per show oh well i was asking for a show sheet to fill out her show for next week oh no five commercials is a show sheet that's a full show wow you've really you're slacking (laughs) you know you uh you read a couple of pieces of hate mail and you talk about five (laughs) commercials and boom you got a show boom you got you got yourself a podcast (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh, that's next week. Um, yeah. <laughs> today, twins. Um, there's a commercial that's. I'm gonna go twins with a pretty um, loosely defined definition of twins. <laughs> sure. There's this commercial. Fraternal, identical. <laughs> baseball teams. Liberty Mutual commercial that's on TV now. I'll play it for you in a second when we actually begin the segment. Where there's like a a, a guy and his dog, and they they look exactly or they oh, look yeah. very similar. I don't like one. it. It gives me the bad feeling. It's in heavy rotation. And that got me thinking about I don't know just like lookalikes or whatever in commercials and then I decided you know people advertisers have been using the concept of twins uh quite a bit I mean you think of bubble mint gum double mint gum I should say bubble mint gum (laughs) um 
But it also raises interesting questions about how we view and I'm going to say use twins in pop culture because mm-hmm. I think it's often problematic. You obviously have the over-sexualization yeah. of women who are twins, which gross. is really gross and upsetting to me and like makes me actually pretty angry. But then I also think you have this sort of... um this creepy factor sure. of twins are creepy, often yeah. twin girls. Thanks, like, The Shining. Right, yeah. Which those girls in, in both the book and the movie uh, are not twins. Um, oh, really? They're yeah. just two they're just, young they're girls who are dressed alike. alike. Yeah. But um, yeah, and, and I was thinking about this, like in pop culture, twins, especially twin girls, I think, and twin women, really are treated unfairly, I think, as far yeah, as our stereotypes around them. Yeah, and I mean, of course it's them. gendered because yeah. what isn't? What isn't, exactly. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Maybe you can keep a score, Genevieve, about the way twins are used in commercials and in which ways they're problematic and in which ways they're totally acceptable. Okay. All right. Um, as I, I love to be the arbiter of cultural norms. So <laughs> yes, yes. And here, it just, here and, I am. And it just gives you something to do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> otherwise you're just sitting there. Otherwise I'm just basically <laughs> superfluous to this enterprise. Uh, also, we will check in with you guys, the Ad Council. Um, an Ad Counselor sent in a song or maybe a jingle. I guess it's a song-based commercial that may replace the Cars for Kids song in its clinginess Whoa. and terriblenessness. Wow, that is a high. Those are two very high bars. I mean, clear. you tell me. I mean, we'll get to it. I'm excited <laughs> to play it for you. I'd love to start the show with it, but we, we have to save that for the Ad Council segment. But yeah, it is It is really something. But um, anyway, let's start by talking about twins. And you know what? I almost feel like I'm playing into the stereotype because probably every time anybody introduces the idea of twins, they probably start with this 80s song. All right, let's start with this commercial that I just alluded to. This is that uh, Liberty Mutual commercial. I feel like I've described this campaign a million times over the past few months, but it is interesting how it sort of had some sort of weird mission creep involved with it, right? Like, this is the campaign that started many years ago with people just like kind of standing and talking directly into the camera. Behind them is the Statue of Liberty. Presumably, they're in front of like New York Harbor, although, as you point out often, Vives, like you sleuthed it out in this particular vantage point does not exist that's what i've been told i think by a listener but yeah i think this is like pretty pretty faked up as far as like a real view you can see but you know you know sure it's it's statue of liberty new york harbor and you know it started off with people just kind of giving testimonials that weren't necessarily supposed to be funny or weird it's like you had a car you named him brad you crash brad you love brad like whatever i believe they had couples married couples talking about their insurance um situation but as commercials got weird, especially insurance commercials got weird around them, somebody at Liberty Mutual decided to take the same campaign, but just like get it weirder and weirder. Yeah. And this is one of them. We have, um, I think one we talked about recently is like there's a food vendor on the pier. The wet but teddy he, bears But he's guy. serving up wet teddy bears for some reason that makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, and I think we also talked about the ones where the kids... Um, are doing uh, double dutch or or just jump rope? Oh yeah, and they're counting their jump rope steps. Right, right, right. That's a but they get new old uh, while doing it because they say there's so many ways to save money with Liberty Mutual. Oh right, that's actually at least that concept is kind of 
related to the services yeah. that they're advertising. This one, I don't know, can make that claim. This is one that I'm seeing in heavy rotation now for whatever that's worth. And there's a, a man and his dog sitting uh, on a bench, again, with that harbor and the Statue of Liberty behind him. And they appear alike, right? Like it's like that old joke of you start to look like your pet or your pets start to look like you. I saw a versa. dog walker at Green Lake recently yeah. that was like, it was hilarious how much they looked alike. Really? It was almost... And you got the impression that this was not the the dog's owner? No, no. I mean, it, oh. I'm sure it was the dog's owner, oh, oh. but like they were, you know, it was the dog and, and his owner uh-huh. or its owner. And it was just one of those things where it really did feel like it was out of a cartoon, you know, out of a New Yorker, an old timey uh-huh. New Yorker cartoon or something. Where what they had, was the similarities? You know, I, I wish I had made a note of it at the time, but they just had like the their hair was of a similar texture and there was a quality to the it was a man to the quality of the man's face. That was very much like the it was I think it was kind of like a one of those dogs that was like a skinny face. Mm-hmm. And the man had a very narrow, very mm-hmm. narrow sort of beaky face. Mm-hmm. And it was just between the hair texture and the face. It really reminded like they just seemed to echo each other in a really funny way that just seemed like like almost too perfect. It's always rude to point that out, though, right? Yes, it's always rude to point that out. Like, I'm just wondering, does this fella get that comment a lot from people? You would have to be, I think, a psychopath to say that to somebody. Yeah. Um, Well, that's what's going on with this commercial. There's this fella. He's sitting on a bench. His dog is there, too. But they're both long, skinny characters uh, with long, very wispy blonde hair or yellow fur. I think anyway. this is called an Afghan hound, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay. It's an Afghan hound and its owner. And they're sitting on the pier and they're talking to the camera. As someone who resembles someone else, I appreciate that Liberty Mutual knows everyone's unique. That's why they customize your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. I mean, just because you look like someone else doesn't mean you eat off the floor <laughs> or yell at the vacuum or need flea medication. Now they're both scratching the exact same way. So everything that they do, they do in unison. When the tugboat honks its horn, or whatever the terminology is, <laughs> um, they both look in the same exact direction at the exact same time. They scratch at the exact same time. I find the commercial just to be visually kind of upsetting. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I don't love it. It's, it is just one of those self-consciously weird ads that, mm-hmm. that insurance commercials do now. Um, and Liberty Mutual is really uh, very far from best in show when it comes to what I did. Ooh, best uh, in show. Very far from best in show when it comes to that that approach to commercial making. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Geico is like the obviously the super leader in that category. I think um, you know even you know Progressive does some weird ones that I think are like Mo. I forget who does who even is Motor, but. Um, you know, like th- this is just this just feels so sort of weak. Yes, you know? exactly. Like, what's the point? What's the point? It's not funny enough to really. I guess they want. I guess it's meant to be funny, but there's nothing about the, these performances or even this premise that is particularly funny to me. It is a little gross. Yeah, it is right. Yeah, there's something gross about the both the man's wig that he's wearing, which is this sort of limp. Silky blonde wig that's meant to echo the dog's uh, type of hair, mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, it just doesn't. It does. It's not enough of anything. To, for but me. now I've come up with a. I've come up with a grading system here. Would you consider this an N O T T? Well, you're really trying to cancel some not, twins here. Aren't not you? offensive towards twins or <laughs> D D T O. Dang dog, that's offensive. <laughs> I give it an N O T T. Not offensive. Not yeah. It's, it's an N O. It's an N O T T. It's not a dang dog. That's a dang dog. That's offensive. <laughs> or or ding dong. That's offensive. Ding dong. <laughs> that's offensive. I like that. I'm, I want to go with ding dong. I feel that's very Manzukasi. <laughs> um, okay, we can't so, start talking about Manzukas no, again we'll just, because that has stirred up a whole hornet's nest of of uh, dissent about whether or not he is the voiceover for. Oh, really? For, for laundry? You mean just between you, me, well, and just ben, between or, you, me, and Ben? Oh, I thought it was on the Facebook page too. If people were debating that. Um, okay, so that's what got me thinking about the idea of twins and resemblance and what have you. Um, this next commercial is an actual twin commercial, and again, Genevieve is in the document changing it from "dang dog, that's offensive" to "ding dong, that's offensive." Oh, the joy of Google Docs. Um, um, this next commercial, we're going to stay with insurance here. This is for State Farm. And I don't know what the fuck is supposed to be going on in this commercial or what even the scenario is supposed to be, right? Yeah. So we have, um, what's his face? The new This new State Farm guy. Hot Jake. Hot Jake, right? And I... Ding dong, is that offensive? <laughs> that I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> no, no, that I call him Hot Jake. No, no, not at all. It's just accurate. Do you have two eyes and a heart? <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I think we're in Jake's home, maybe, which is all like red and white, okay. minimalist, almost future, futuristic okay. sort of. And he's apparently expecting a friend to come over. And... A, a, a woman comes through the door and says, hey, Jake, I brought my friend. I hope that's okay. Now, we don't know what she's bringing her friend to. Sure. I don't know if this is a football watching. I don't know what's right. going on. I, it's is it an orgy? So, it's so much like. Is it a tax doing party? Dang dog. That's offensive. <laughs> Ding dong. That's offensive. Where's my bell? Here, you can have a bell. Thank you. <laughs> Ding dong. That's offensive. So... <laughs> I don't think it's an orgy. At first, I thought this was like a showroom of some sort. But just to be clear, in the way that it's do you know it's not an orgy? I don't know for sure. It didn't say anything I mean, about that on ice. In your vast experience, how do orgies? Oh wait, how hold on a second do do here. You're right. The description is: <laughs> Jake's friend comes over for a three-way, only to find out that it's a four-way. Um, no, so this this woman comes over, and again, it looks like it's a storeroom or something, but it, it, upon closer inspection, it's some sort of a weird home, I guess, that right. he lives in. And she's like, like a hey. totally State Farm-themed home. And she's like, hey, I brought my friend. I hope that's okay. And then it turns out there's another person there, too, and it's the long-lost twin of this guest's plus one. Does okay. that make sense? So this woman yeah. comes in. Yeah, I mean, she's I'm like, following. I'm bringing, Does it make sense? No. And she said, like, "Am I following you?" Yes. I'm bringing this unexpected guest, and sure. Jake's like, "Hey, no problem." I and mean, Jake's always like, "No problem." He's the biggest no problem guy yeah, in the world. Yeah, he's a right? real guest. Like, he's, he's a sweetie. But then all of a sudden, he's like, "Well, I already have one guest here, and they look exactly alike." And these two women just stand opposite each other and start saying things, and it's clear that they're twins. I don't know, Genevieve. I'm really confused. Okay. Hey Jake from State Farm. 
Hope at school I brought a friend. Of course. Hi. Hey. Whoa. You two know each other? What's happening? Twins. You're definitely twins. When's your birthday? March 21st. Twins? That's an unexpected plot twist. But you can expect personalized support from State Farm. Because we know you. It's called service. Like a good neighbor. Jake. State Farm is there. I love you. Yeah. You're so much better than the previous Jake. Every commercial I see Jake, I, I like him a little bit more. I think that's hateful to the previous Jake. But, Ding dong, that's <laughs> offensive. But Jake, this is important. Write this down. In order to have a plot twist. Yes, you have to have a... Plot. You got it. Exactly. What the hell What are you is even going talking on? about, Jake, from State Farm? This to me seems like somebody at State Farm's agency said, you know how Geico just yes. says shit? Right. Why don't you guys why, try that? Why don't you guys just... Yeah, only Geico at least creates some sort of fake framework around it. I think it's I think it's overused. But and, they own it. Right. They 100% own it. And they have established this like, you know, this dumb tee up, like some pr- dumb premising question that they ask or statement that they make that they then do a little skit around. You're exactly right. This is so trying to capture that magic. But if you're going to do twins plot twist, you need to it needs to be like a soap opera uh, type of trope where it's like, you know, so and so suddenly reveals that they have a twin or whatever. But like coming to a whatever this is, the world's, Can you make the world's the- most boring orgy, <laughs> like, and just bringing in another person, and then she's a twin, and then not only do th- she doesn't know she's a twin, but she's utterly sanguine about it, right? That's her reaction. She finds out she has a twin. They speak in unison, and they're just they. She's reacting as if they found out they went to the same college, right? And then they, and then in very weird, like stagey direction, they just like. Suddenly they they quiet down and the and the friend takes the two women aside so they can get to know their real parents or something. I, yeah. I I don't know. And then Jake just turns to the camera and says, "Now that's a plot twist. Who was talking about plot twists?" I thought this was a a dumb party that you were having. I thought this was a four person party. <laughs> anyway, um, I will say that is offensive to the viewer, but <laughs> not offensive to twins. Not offensive towards twins. Not offensive towards twins. So that's two N-O-T-T's so far. All right. All right. Where are all these problematic ones? Now, let's do one more. And again, this is kind of the loose definition of a twins commercial. We've talked about this one before. It's worth talking about again, even just to hear the audio or to hear the final line from Jamie. This is a progressive commercial. I wanted to get all the insurance ones out of the way up at the top. Um, Do you remember this one, Genevieve? This is where... There's some of the progressive people like kind of hanging around in their white uniforms, including who's the rude woman who's like over everything. Mara, I think. Mara, yeah, exactly. It's like Mara and another like I think unnamed progressive employee. They're hanging out outside. Mara's so committed to that French braid across the top of her head. Oh, yeah, that doesn't bother me. It's a it looks a little bit like she was raised in a Midwestern religious cult. I was raised not to um, judge women based on their looks or their styles well ding dong that's offensive (laughs) anyway um and then uh they have a new employee who is a very 
handsome oh, man, yeah. right? This one is a funny and one. And he's he's tall and young, and he's uh, he's got his collar buttoned all the way to the top. That's one thing different that he does. Um, but he's just like kind of casually attractive. He's got a beard and just. As you say, Genevieve, he's handsome in the face area. And based on this screen cap, I'm saying in the arm area as well. And Jamie cannot get over how much they look alike, even though they look nothing alike. <laughs> and Jamie's performance in this is so good, including the very final line. He's looking at this guy, and suddenly Jamie decides to button up his collar too. <laughs> and he's giving him almost a lascivious look. Like he's both like admiring his body, but also admiring how much he thinks he looks like this guy. Right. And he starts buttoning up his top shirt too and delivers a quick, hilarious one word line at the end of this. It's all pop culture trivia, but it gets pretty intense. Uh, the new guy. Okay, so I should probably set that up because that's a weird bit of dialogue. They're setting it up where Jamie and this new guy are just walking into the scene, and this is the well, last Jamie's line. Well, Jamie's seated, already seated. Oh, I'm sorry. He's talking to these two women. Yeah. He's not walking in with the he's new sort guy. Of, he's sort of, they're sitting outside. It's at a bunch of picnic tables with, um, with uh, progressive blue umbrellas sitting over them. The two women are seated together at a picnic table, and Jamie is sort of, you have the impression that he's sort of intruding on their conversation by by blathering on about some dumb trivia thing. Because you know that Mara doesn't care about this trivia thing. I can guarantee you she doesn't. <laughs> um, that's like her whole personality is not caring about your trivia thing. <laughs> but yeah, but he's, he's doing his sort of like oblivious um, chatterbox thing. And he's talking to them and then the handsome new employee walks into the scene. It's all pop culture trivia, but it gets pretty intense. Uh, the new guy. Wow. He, he looks, looks exactly like me. No. Separated at birth much? We should switch name tags and no one would know who was who. Jamie, you seriously think you look like him? Uh, I'm pretty good with comparisons. Like how Progressive helps people save money by comparing rates, even, even if, if they're not the lowest. lowest. Whoa! <laughs> wow. I mean, the outfit helps, but pretty great. Look at us. <laughs> I said it was a one-word line. It was a three-word line. The look at us that he delivers it's while great. he's looking him up and down is amazing. And um, echoes the Paul Rudd gif, right? Look at us for from the Hot Wings show. Uh, I think probably predates that, right? Oh, you this think is pretty so? Old. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't remember when that Hot Wings thing uh, came on the scene, but... Anyway, um... But I, I love that. Can we... This is, this is taking us off-road here. Mm -hmm. But can you look? There's a Jamie commercial that I just really wanted to talk about it because I love it so much. Um, it's he's uh, it's behind the scenes. I think if you look up like uh, Jamie progressive uh, like movie shoot backstage. Okay. This is that. one we haven't talked about on the show. No, yet. and it, and it's not relevant to the twins discussion, mm -hmm. but it's so good. I mean, it is Jamie at his absolute best. I think Flo may if she's in it, she's in it for like a second. Okay. Um, and the premise is that Jamie, it's a it's a take on or a, a parody of um, an actor walking onto the set of his movie and kind of like feeling his power and like he, he's being kind of like being a big man on the, mm -hmm. on the scene. I think I have it called up here. So it's like kind of black and white. Right. He drives up onto the set. It's all in slow motion. He gets out of the car feeling yeah. like a cool guy. He tosses his jacket somewhere. Nobody catches it. It looks like he's even about to light up a cigarette. Maybe. Yeah, he imagines that he's this super cool like leading man type and no one around him is recognizing or reacting to him that way. But he's like is as is his as is true to his character, completely oblivious to this. 
Some of us were born for this. To protect people. To help them save. Okay, I gotta say, I'm starting to get it now, too. Like, as he pulls up, there's, like, a musician there who's clearly waving, like, you can't park there. There's no parking. And he's, but he's He pulls up to sand. a sign that says VIP parking, and some parking attendant is, like, waving at him, no parking. Yeah. He ignores it, just, like, gives him a wave as if he's, like, an autograph seeker. Yes. He tosses his jacket to someone, like, some flunky who ignores it and it falls on the ground, but he just keeps going, <laughs> heads into this. He's on the back lot here and then heads into uh, a studio where a, a, a progressive commercial is being filmed. And you, I think, are supposed to assume that he at least is there to shoot one of his progressive commercials. Gotcha. To help them save, help them save. With a home and auto bundle from progressive. I was born for this. And now it's Cut. Jamie, what are you doing? You're not even in this one. I thought it was Thursday. Sorry. It is. No, I thought I thought it was last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Oh, it's not a cigarette that he takes. It's he a takes juice a, box. a juice box off of the craft services table. It's um, so visual. I know probably yeah. what that wasn't great for the listeners, but like it I will include it in this in our show sheet. It's just a really good Jamie performance. It really is. And I really like um I really like, uh, I meant, I thought it was last Thursday. He's good with, like, the final joke, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, sorry, I got distracted there. I'm actually labeling these. I'm labeling Jamie's twin commercial as N-O-T-T, not offensive to twins. Um, now, this next one, Ikea. I think this might be a ding-dong, Genevieve. Uh-oh. So I don't even quite get this. I guess what they're advertising here is buy yourself two ovens. Well, I would love to have a dual oven. Yes, it never even occurred to me until I saw this commercial today. And I gotta say, I now want to do. Tried to cook like a a big Thanksgiving meal, and if you've ever done it in a house with a dual oven, you realize that it really is an awesome luxury. So in this commercial, we have two twin girls. I'm gonna say they're young tweens. Yep. Would you give them that? Yeah. Yeah. They're both wearing dresses and they both have a purple flower in their hair and it starts off with them looking directly at the camera and speaking in unison and it turns out they are staring at a set of twin ovens in this kitchen which really are beautiful. Yeah. It would be cool to have twin ovens. Not offensive to ovens. Not offensive (laughs) ovens ding dong um but i guess the point is these twin girls are feeling threatened by the new set of twins in the house i maybe i'm wrong about that i've been wrong about everything i thought i had jamie smoking cigarettes <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i had jamie t- He's a juice walking box, in man. <laughs> talking to the new guy but okay so we have these um this is again shot in a very um Kind of a flat way, if you can imagine, like it's a very clean, you know, clean lines and everything, straight on shots of these two girls, and then behind this, behind their head, behind the shoulder shots of the ovens that they're talking to. You think you're so hot? So what if you can do two things at once? We can do two things at once. Yeah, we can do two things at once. And the mom walks in. <gasps> she takes two things out of the oven. These are perfect. I just love these ovens so much. And she walks out. It's okay to play favorites with matching built-in appliances with a free five-year limited warranty. From- so that's it. So 
The girls give their mom a big fake smile while she's in the room, but then as soon as she turns her back, they look glum and kind of threatening again. I feel like this is all about how these girls have an attachment disorder. To each other or to, to their, their mom? To their parents. Like, mm. they, they are like, they're so threatened by an appliance. What's going on in this household? I don't know. I'm going to say, what is it again? I'm going to say ding dong, that's offensive. Ding dong, that's offensive. Do you think so? I think it's like using twins in that way of like kind of emphasizing a, a creepiness factor. To Do you it. think they come across as creepy? I think they come across as a little bratty. Mm-hmm. Like they're definitely not likable, which is a strange place to take that ad. Like it's unclear why. It just seems like a really flawed concept. It's okay. It's okay to play favorites. Yeah, and with, also yeah, and also your, the, the it's okay to. I mean, I get that it's a joke, but the joke is that it's okay to like your appliances more than your family yes and also the point is the mom isn't playing favorites she takes two things out of the oven and i mean i guess she's playing favorites of the oven over the kids she she favors the oven over the kids there's an there's an ad we've talked about that i really like for a particular cat food brand where the mom uh blows off her kid getting mildly injured for the cat and i think that is a very understandable and relatable joke about you know how we how we treat our animals and how we like dote on our animals in a way that like you might uh you know not be as doting on a on a child Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's a really funny concept where like the child is is overlooked by the parent in favor of something else but to have an appliance be that thing it's just not it's nonsensical but not in like an absurdist way it's just like it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there is something foreboding about these kids as well. Dressing Talking them, in unison. Dressing them exactly alike. They do have a sort of a very faintly gothy vibe mm-hmm. because their hair is very long and dark and straight. Um, and their dresses are sort of a an antique purpley thing. The, the, their styling is a little, um, I think it's meant to evoke a little creepiness i think you're mm-hmm. right about that a little bit of that shining quality again girls yeah. in dresses you know two twin girls in dresses yeah. yeah um this next one is for bounty paper towels which we talked about last week on the show too right that great commercial with a terrible message yes the uh, d- uh be sure not to use reusable rags just uh cut down a virgin forest if it means keeping a clean kitchen yeah. a forest a day keeps the grime away <laughs> was right. going to be their tagline for that this one is a, an older commercial i think although it might still be in rotation right now and um there's a fella and it's nighttime and he's in his kitchen it looks like he lives in a house with a nice big kitchen you can tell that he's got a family because there's like little drawings uh, by kids on the refrigerator door and he's like you know, in that classic scenario of he wants a little midnight snack or a little drink of something. So he goes in the kitchen and he pulls out a little carton of chocolate milk. And then he starts drinking the chocolate milk, but then he turns around and his twin daughters are there in the dark staring at him, each holding a teddy bear. And they scare the hell out of him just by the very nature of being his twin daughters at night. <laughs> So he sees him staring at him, and so he yelps and then drops his chocolate drink, and it spills on the counter. And this is where the paper towels are going to come in because the um, milk is is spilling towards the teddy bears that the girls are holding. No! No! 
quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. And then at the end there, it looks like they were eating cookies together, and the dad goes to eat the last cookie, but the girls are giving him an ominous look, and he slowly puts the cookie back down. This is Ding Dong. That's offensive. Ding dong, that's offensive. Again, dressed exactly alike, holding the same teddy bear. And this is that trope of twin girls are scary. They're like, scary. They're your daughters, they're, they're dude. They're eerie. Yeah. Yeah, there's something super, sort of supernatural is implied about them. Um, it's, yeah, it's really bad. I mean, I wonder where this, is this, is this something that's like solely born out of the the shining? And, and even though I said those girls aren't technically twins, mm-hmm. like, they're under they're recognized yeah. they're dressed alike like mm-hmm. they are understood to be identical in some way um yeah is that where this all began is that where it, it began? feels or, like it or is there something that's like even earlier than that that's more like uh you know some sort of superstition about yeah. twins yeah that's that true like, it could seem to be like victorian is that the right well, word well i was even that? thinking earlier like like from a time of like mm. very scarce resources, mm. like almost, you know, medieval sort mm-hmm. of. But I don't know. Like, I'm just speculating. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it does sound like something that somebody would have said, we have to, you're witches or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, it, there feels like this is based in some kind of very old superstition, but I, I don't know if that's true or not, or mm. if I'm, or if I'm, you know, superimposing things that I've read in fiction or whatever on, onto mm-hmm. that. Well, we have stayed away thus far from the sexualization of twins, but ding dongs, get ready to ding your dongs because this is. First of all, I st- I just typed in twins commercial, and this is the first campaign that popped up, and there were a lot of them. And it turns out this was an iconic campaign. This was a huge Coors Light campaign that I totally missed because this is during the time that I'm I don't have a TV like this is 2001 2002 and I'm fresh out of college I don't have a TV I don't have cable I'm I'm as least interested in sports as as I ever will be at that point like you know like I was so blind to this kind of sports masculine uh, commercial, you know, kind of campaign for course. This thing was called Love Song. And I think that, like, I don't know if you'll remember this, Genevieve. I think probably a lot of people in our audience will know about this. Again, the Seattle Times wrote an article about this when the campaign turned 15 years old, wow. like a retrospective, which we'll get more to that in a second. It was called Love Song, but I think it was better known as Twins. And I believe this is the very first one here. This, again, was conceived of in 2001 and first aired in 2002. The song will do most of the work here. Just imagine a bunch of imagery that goes along with the song. I love football on TV. Shots of Gina Lee hanging with my friends and twins. In the yell, here's to love songs, rock on, Coors Light. This is apparently the most successful Coors Light campaign of all time. Wow. Um, I Did that ring a bell to you, Genevieve? Well, that song certainly rings a bell. I think it was a pop song, wasn't it? 
I don't think so unless people end up, well, here, here's what I know about this. So back in 2017, um, actually it was Christian Clark writing for the Associated Press, not the Seattle Times, uh, wrote a retrospective of that campaign, the infamous and twins Coors Light commercial turns 15. And it was written by a couple of bros who were working for um, Foot Cone and Belding, a creative agency, right? And they'd been looking for ways to cook up fresh ideas for Coors. And then one of them, had, they were driving somewhere together and they remembered this song by a guy named Tom T. Hall. And the name of the song is I Love. And it went, I love little baby duck, ducks, old pickup trucks, slow moving trains, and rain. And I love you too. And they're like, well, what if we change the words to that a little bit? I is see. that the so song this, that you're thinking of? No, I think I just, that this song, this commercial was so ubiquitous that I misremembered it as an actual pop song. Here's the Tom T. Hall song that inspired it. I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, slow moving trains and rain. See, I could get into this. I love <laughs> little puppy strings, sleep without dreams, something's feeling made. That's not offensive towards twins. I'm going to give that song an N O T T, right? Um, so they start messing around with this idea and then they get one of their bro buddies to come over and record. They're trying to think like, you know, what would be like, what, you know, what's the style of music? We did a version that was Sex Pistols, it says here, or a Blink-182 kind of vibe. And then one of them comes up with like that riff and they're like, oh man, that's like Limp Biscuit. That might be like a, like this is a combination of everything it's, I hate. Just it's like all the bad things. Toxic yeah. masculinity, the s sexualization of twins who are related by yes. by their very definition right um and limp biscuit like this is where we are and apparently this campaign just took off now this is what i really wanted to share with you so i'm reading i almost didn't talk about even though this might be one of the most famous twins campaigns mm -hmm. like i didn't want to talk about it because i knew i was just gonna lose my mind here yeah and then this article finally gets into the pushback on it because like you know vives it, we've gotten through most of the article of just like talking about what a phenomenon it oh, was yeah. and how they made this phenomenal thing. You're seeing as I scroll through this, this is a very long article with all yeah. this background. Trust me that I'm only giving you the highlights here. And um, then they talk about how some people, Genevieve, if you could believe it, think this is sexist. Oh my God, what's wrong with being sexy? So then one of them says... They had these two women who named it the most misogy misogynistic ad of the year. I was like, really? I had to look up what misogynistic meant. That's one of the creatives. Ding dong. That's offensive. But Evanson and Godsey dismissed the idea that the Love Songs campaign was sexist. Quote, men are simple creatures. All we did was tap into that. I would like to remind you, this article came out in 2017. Wow. It's a 15-year retrospective. So even if they're saying back in 2001, we weren't quite thinking of... I mean, in 2001, I would have been offended by this. Yes. You don't have to be super woke, but you could say that there wasn't as much focus on that in the culture. Sure. And so we weren't there yet. This article is... This interview is happening in 2017. Yeah, no, they're just unrepentant. And they don't know what misogynistic means. Yeah, it's obvious they don't know what it means.
Men are simple they're, creatures. They're simultaneously both experts at it and they don't know what it means. Men are simple creatures. All also, we, it's sexist to say men are yes, simple creatures. All we did was tap into that. We had so many wives and girlfriends when they found out we did it, almost they almost thank us for it because we made fun of their spouse or boyfriend. It's a man cave kind of a love song. So that's kind of how it was. It was in no way meant to be misogynistic. That was the furthest thing from our minds. It was just what would be funny. It was if a guy loved these things and he sang about them and he was kind of a meathead, you know? This is so terrible. It's so awful. But right? I mean, this is this is the rest of the world. This is like outside of the tiny bubble we live in. This yeah. is this is still it. Um, apparently this commercial campaign was so famous that there was an SNL skit based on it. They had Rachel Dratch and um, I haven't seen it. I'm just knowing this from the article I read. And the guest was Jennifer... Um, uh, scrunchy eyebrow. Garner. Garner's Jennifer Garner, who obviously is conventionally conventionally very attractive, and Rachel Dratch, who's not, doesn't usually play those characters, and they are conjoined twins. So, ding dong, that's probably offensive too. Yeah. And all the guys are. You really want to give conjoined twins a wide berth in your humor. Right, exactly. So they're trying to take down this commercial by making them conjoined twins, and everybody's scrambling towards the Jennifer Garner. A side of that equation while the Rachel Dratch character apparently has a baby arm growing out of her head. This is from the Associated Press very, description. Very cool, SNL. Um, do you want to hear another one of these? Sure. Oh, by the way, there's a mention of, um, is it, uh, they, they show a very famous, in that first Love Songs commercial, who was it? Jamie Lee, do they say? Uh, Gina Lee. Yeah, okay, Gina Lee, right, who's like, uh, she's, who is she? She's a famous I think hottie she, boom body. Hottie, yeah, I forget what, it, whether, how, what, uh, sexualized context she became famous for. But. Right. Here's another version of this commercial with a slightly different song. I love playing two-hand touch Eating way too much Watching my team win With the twins I love quarterbacks eating dirt Pom-poms and short skirts I need to stop watching football and stop drinking Coors. Yeah. Like, this angers me so much. It's awful. And it, what's what's really infuriating from that interview that you, share, that you shared in the Seattle Times, or the AP, uh, is the idea that either that the makers of this ad are either so stupid that they think this is at the, that the point, that the, sh- commercial is punching yeah. at men. They think they're making they, fun of the men. That they think they're making fun of men or that they think the their audience is so stupid that they'll buy that. Yeah, well, according to it's this... It's a celebration of, like, meathead yeah. masculinity. Right, and they make it sound like... It's well, unironic. Hey, men are simple creatures. We're just making fun of them. No, like, you don't know not. what any of these words no, mean. Uh, it's so infuriating. Um, I like the original song, though. I love That's Baby sweet. Ducks. Yeah. And Rain. Um, I want to maybe jump around here a little bit because we've been talking for quite some time and I don't know if we need to do all of these commercials. Let's talk about this Discover Card commercial because you and I often talk about these befuddling commercials for Discover that have been um, airing for quite some time now where 
one person is on the phone calling customer service for their credit card right. and then the other person on the other end looks and sounds exactly like them and it's unclear to us if they're supposed to be twins and they know each other right. or like I just never got the campaign except I found the original commercial today and I, I have seen this before. It was set up explicitly where a woman is calling in and it turns out that it's her literal twin sister on right. the other end of the phone. Did you remember that? I do. And I see, I, I'd forgotten I remember that. these these actresses or actress. I don't know if it's the same person playing uh, two roles. Um, and it never, it doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, it, it, it she's almost surprised to find out that her sister works at Discover Card. But it makes more sense it, than where the campaign went. It makes more sense than where the campaign went. At least it's sort of, there's like, that would be funny if you picked up the phone and it was your sister mm-hmm. on the other end. Yeah. Um, now, they continue to have somebody answering the phone who either is the same actor or looks like that actor, but they never make a never, they stop making reference to yeah, the fact. There's that one they, running right now. That they seem that they are very similar. Mm-hmm. Originally, this was We Treat You Like You'd Treat You, which in some ways is ding dong, that's offensive because twins are not the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but at least there's like a, there's a concept that's like understandable there. Right, right. Well, there is a kind of a there's kind of a decent joke in here. Uh, take a listen to this. Discover card. Hey, so I'm looking at my bill and my FICO credit score is on here. Yeah, you've got our Discover It card, so you get your FICO score and your monthly statements now for free. That's nice of you. It's a great way to stay on top of your credit and make sure things look the way they should. Awesome sauce. Huh. My twin sister always says that. Wait. Lisa? Julie? You sound really different on the phone. Do I sound pleasant? For once in your life, you sound very pleasant. At Discover, we treat you. That's kind of a good joke. Yeah, it's it's charming. It's it's like a very, it's a fun idea that like suddenly they realize that they know each other. Yeah, and so, you know, like that one where they explicitly say, yes, we are twins, but am I now to believe that every other commercial that's come after this, all these people, like, do they only hire twins at, at, like one side of a, a, a again twin the, they're styled so differently that I'm I've never been sure if they're supposed to be related after this first yeah one. after this one there's one running now where there's like you know a, a young woman who calls in and finds out she's getting a good deal and the and the, the 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 call center woman's like yeah you go girl like you get it or whatever and they're kind of both dancing and it's kind of adorable but it's also just confusing right yeah anyway um here's one what do you know about hockey genevieve almost nothing oh by the way we decided that that is ding dong not offensive right not i think offensive. it's not offensive to twins yeah i'm gonna put that here i don't know why i feel the need to actually mark it in the notes. Like, who's going to come? Who's auditing us on this? Only me, who has to then cut out everything that you put in the notes <laughs> when I what grab you... all the links for the Facebook page. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, you don't know much about hockey, nor do I, but there was a couple of hockey players named Daniel and Henrik Sedin who were twins. I want to say they played for Montreal, but God, I don't know shit. They played for a really long time and then they retired. Um, But this is while they were still playing. Um, I've kind of given away the joke here, but it's also pretty obvious. You see uh, a bunch of dudes hanging out in what looks like 
maybe this looks like a hotel suite and um, they're playing, they're doing all dude stuff, right? They're playing poker and eating wings and pizza and uh, they're all just hanging out and they're excited because they hear that some twins are stopping by and so they all start like getting excited about that. Ding dong, that's offensive. <laughs> and they start like unbuttoning the tops of their shirts so they can look more sexy for these twins who are stopping by. I heard we're getting a couple of Swedish twins. Swedish twins? I thought that was just a myth. Like Bigfoot. This is gonna be awesome. They're here. Oh, one guy is trying to take off his wedding ring. Sweetest twins. Now they open the door, and who are the Swedish twins but Daniel and Henrik Sedin? standing in the doorway and the bros don't know what to do they don't look happy they were getting all excited to i don't like if you have strippers coming by do you take off your wedding ring do I mean that that isn't that a different thing? Yeah, like, are right. You really, do you think that the strippers are going to right? The strippers not like, oh no, you're fall married. Fall in love with you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> first of all, like strippers aren't really they're not prostitutes right. for starters. And secondly, if they were prostitutes, they don't care if you're married. Yeah. Like, and if they're strippers, they don't care if you're married. Right. And Why no one cares if you're married, dude. <laughs> Nobody cares if you're married. Anyway, these bros are really disappointed. That it's also unclear what context they think the strip these these twins are coming in like. They get now, excited like it's a yeah. stripper, but they it's is are they at a bachelor party? Well, yeah, I, there is something that's going to clarify here okay. because one of them has I got to wait for the third act. One of them has a boombox and they hit play on the boombox anyway and then the and then the hockey players sort of start dancing a little bit. Okay. So, it, clearly they were expecting and, and when the guy gets off the phone he says I'm, we're getting Swedish twins. I see. It's clear that they're not just like their friends' friends. Right. They've or something ordered. Like that. They've they've ordered these women. These women. Yeah. Okay. Ding dong. That's offensive. That's offensive. So the hockey players come in, just head nodding everybody. Hey, what's up? Now the boombox goes on here. <laughs> You kind of like that can we, guy. I, can I just pause and say just the, kind of right now the like, best performance in this is a guy who looks a lot like a young Paul F. Tompkins. He's uh, sitting on the he's sitting on the couch of this I, what I take to now be a bachelor party. It's not the twin hockey players who they're fully dressed by the way in their hockey uniforms. Mm-hmm. He's not the hockey players who hit who bring in a boombox. So typically, if it's a stripper, she will bring her own mm-hmm. uh, music or he. Or he. Um, they will bring their own music. But the guy on the couch is clearly a guest at this party. He's holding the the little boombox on his lap, and he gives a great look when he sees the the two hockey players come in. He kind of sort of sh- gives a little shrug, like, "Well, let's see where this goes." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, let's just play the music. Why not? You see know what who, happens? I think this looks like a young Corolla, a young Adam Corolla. Don't guess, you think? More than Paul Tompkins. I can Paul see that. Tompkins, he gave me a Paul Tompkins between. vibe. Anyway, he kind of shrugs and he's like, "All right, let's see what happens here." And he plays the music, and then the hockey players just sort of start dancing a little bit, just start like kind of moving their shoulders charmingly, dancing with their sticks. One guy's putting his money back in his pocket. I mean, they're making a go of it. Boombox guy's loving it. He's really enjoying it. Yeah. And then it just says, my NHL. I got a couple of lunas. I got a tuna. Oh, cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that Canadian money? Yes. Got a couple of loonies. And one of them says, I got a toonie, which is a two, two, uh, dollar, two Canadian dollar uh, coin. As they're leaving after they dance. But it looks like they were able to keep their uniform. Knowing on. that that was all in Canada makes me like it a little bit more. 
I don't know something about it like maybe it's the it's my American predisposition to find Canadians harmless but uh do you know what I'm saying ding dong that's offensive ding dong that is offensive but I and I I mean it in the nicest way I don't I don't mean any offense by it. Yeah, how many times? How many times have I heard like an old man <laughs> know, say right? that after he's asked a young Asian woman where she's quote unquote where she's from, from yeah, three right? times in a row? I didn't mean any offense by it. I'm just curious, I just, I'm trying to learn about just, the world. I just find Canadian men emasculated and charming. What's so oh, hard about man. that? That's oh, not true. Goodness. That's not what I really said. Um, I just, you know what I mean? Like once you find out it's Canada, you don't. It doesn't color it for you a little bit differently. The Canada thing didn't. I, I think the the guy with the boombox just being like into it. He's kinda, so into it. He's, I like that. He's, he's very like, likable. Yeah, he's the most likable one. Yeah. Um, okay. And I feel like that if it had been if it had been American men, the level of disgust and and gay panic mm-hmm. and whatnot. Well, most of them are pretty like Ugh. one of them's putting his money away, and one of them is kind of grimacing. They're annoyed for sure, but it feels like it would be dialed up a lot in a in an American context. Maybe not today. I don't know mm-hmm. when this came out, but in it now, it's very uh, trendy for. Uh, you know, for macho, for hyper masculine men to like play with that image, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a show of of strength now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see it a lot with like football players, like being more comfortable doing like, you know, the lift from Dirty Dancing sure, or something, yeah. right? Like I think Eli Manning did that with somebody. So I think that that's become more commonplace. But this feels to me like it was made a while ago before that was commonplace, and the level of disgust or the level of disappointment is relatively muted for most of them and in one ca- in, in the case of one of the guys like utterly absent he's mm-hmm. just charmed by this is i'm not i'm not trying to say this is a progressive ad at all but it is it is less offensive to me than i think it could have been it could have been dialed in a very could have the dial could have been turned up in a different way this next commercial speaking of masculinity made me wonder if i have even the tiniest bit of testosterone left in my body because it is so corny in so many ways. But it got, it kind of got me in the feels okay. as I was doing the show prep. Um, and it's all now visual Now masculinity too. shaming himself. Yeah. Um, but I just hear you cry more when you reach a certain age and your testosterone levels are not quite as high as they used to be. Um, but anyway, this is one of those commercials where you see a family, in this case a sister and a brother who are twins growing up together and you see them go from literal infants all the way to being like in their I believe 50s or 60s by the end of this and seeing their grandchildren kind of display some of their behaviors in a very touching way first of all may I point out this is our first twins commercial that has a boy and a girl twins. Yes. You know what I mean? They don't Eternal always twins. have to be two they don't always have to be two sexy ladies or yes. two little girls who are scaring their parents. You know that commercial for Bounty reminds me this is such a I didn't have to interrupt myself to say this cuz nobody's seen the TV show Patriot, but isn't there <laughs> there's that character I'm blanking on his name cuz it's been a little bit, but one of the main characters has two twin girls at home and one of the kind of ongoing jokes that only just kind of comes up once or twice kind of subtly is that essentially twins creep him out yes. and he has twin daughters. Yeah. Ding dong, that's probably offensive. Ding dong, that is probably <laughs> offensive. I got to say, it's played by Stephen, Con- uh, Stephen Conrad's 
brother. Stephen Conrad's the show maker, right? Anyway, yeah. um, it's played by the other Conrad brother. Uh, but anyway, in this commercial for Western and Southern, which I don't really know what that even is. Um, maybe it's another insurance company. This follows a set of twins throughout their lives, and you see them as little babies, as newborns in their mom's arms, and then they start growing up into childhood, and they develop a little um, secret handshake, which is they, they just shake hands with their two index fingers. They hook them around each other, and then you see them get older, and then they become teenagers, and then um, at one point, the brother is seeing off his sister to... Um, I assume to college because she's getting on a bus. Like, what is this world we live in where we're just putting our teenagers on city buses and they go, they go off to college? I don't think this was a different time, though. I think this is our time. But anyway, um, and then we see them eventually grow old and then they start showing up at family gatherings. And now they are the they're the old ones. And they I, I think it's their I can't tell if it's their kids or grandkids at the very end who are laying in the grass the way they used to as brother and sister. And the two little kids are doing their see I almost cried that's cute let's take a listen to this it's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk they're playing with those like old-fashioned uh telephone a couple of tin cans with a wire they're doing their little secret handshakes behind your couch they're teens now. They're often laying in the grass listening to music together. Now she's getting on the bus, which is maybe outside their house. <laughs> okay, now we see him. Now he's a full-grown adult, and he's got his own daughter. And they're FaceTiming with the daughter's aunt, his twin sister. Looks like she's kind of an artist. Through life's ups and downs and long way around, you'll feel better knowing Western and Southern is with you through it all. That you're awakened from the back roads by the rivers of my memories, ever smiling, never gentle on my mind. Pretty cute, right? Very sweet. It's a financial yeah. group, is what that is not about. offensive to twins. That is not offensive to twins. That really twins. shows the whole twin. That really, me describing their little handshake almost got me again. Yeah, it's like very it's, it's sweet. very touching, isn't it? You know, it's funny. You mentioned it's it's the first one we've seen where twins are uh, obviously fraternal twins. And it's interesting because I think you will, it'll be, it's the very rare ad that almost never have I seen an ad with two twins who are the same sex but are not identical. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's very, it's kind of, maybe it's kind of hard to signify that. It's hard to, I guess it becomes hard to signify a shorthand for that um, unless you start, like this one clearly starts when they're babies. And I think you need to start with infants in that. Like mm-hmm. they showed the mom in the hospital yeah, bed yeah. with the, the blue bundle and the pink bundle. And yeah, that's a little reductive. Ding dong, that's offensive. <laughs> Ding dong, that's offensive. Um, but. It's reductive, but it's also, you know, a handy, it's a, it's a shorthand, and they're trying to tell right. a very, yeah. a life, a, a, the story of a whole life here, basically, yeah. in 30 seconds. Yeah. So I, I'll cut them a little slack on that. And that's Willie Nelson, right? Uh, sounded like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that. Anyway, I really like that ad. It really it got me in the feelings. Um, okay, now I we we need to wrap this up. We're going very long. Um, but I feel like you cannot do a show on twins without talking about Wrigley's Double Mint Gum. It now feels, yeah. we've talked about this twins campaign actually very early on in the show. I remember we did a pretty pretty thorough breakdown of this. <laughs> one thing that I wanted to point out. So you know these commercials. In this first one, I'm going to play. It's the um, two 
twin women who are dressed exactly the same walking down the boardwalk with two dogs that are exactly the same and then they catch the eye of two men now the men are not twins they're just guys but yeah. which one is better here just in this which still. is the guy yeah I, there's a sh- taller guy and a shorter there's guy. Tall guy and short guy but tall guy is looks a little menacing in this shot yes he's first of all I think the less handsome of them and his hair is just unequivocally way worse. And maybe in a little you know who his hair reminds me a little bit of um Keith in uh The Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> it is a a bit, little bit. Not quite as mullet kind of a but big, up top. Yeah, yeah, it almost it's like in it's heading towards mullet territory. So in this commercial I was like Dang dog, ding dong. That's offensive. <laughs> that like, why do the women have to be twins but not the guys? And the rest of these commercials, because I'm going to zip through three of them here quickly. Everybody is twins, well, and that's that sits a little bit better fair. with me. It's often beach scenes yeah. or people on um, wave runners or whatever you call those things, um, ski doos. <laughs> I don't know, um, or jet skis, jet skis is that the word you're looking or for? walking along a boardwalk or playing volleyball on the sand. But here's the thing that I didn't realize is. There were a whole bunch of versions of this double. These all look like they're from this, I'm going to say from the late 70s to the early 90s, um, probably closer together than that. But there's different songs. I always thought this this is the one that comes to mind for me when I think of Double Mint Gum. A double pleasure's waiting for you. A double pleasure for Double Mint Gum. A double I love that they're buying gum from this little candy shop on the boardwalk. <laughs> that is... Almost all double mint. Like yeah. all they sell is double mint. It was a very popular gum. So they drop their little Yorkie dogs, and these uh, tall and short dude go get them and bring them back. And then it says double your pleasure. Now, that's the song I remember. Here's one from about the same era. If YouTube is to be believed, and I've never been lied to by the internet. Nope. Uh, that commercial we just heard was 87. This one is 83, so just four years earlier. Oh, that must be the end of the commercial. Nope, we're halfway through. Whoa. Next verse. your pleasure with double mint gum double good double fresh double smooth double delicious those two guys so this is all twins now like everybody now at one point one of the you know the the one of the men from one of the twin groups starts flirting with one of the women from one of the women groups but um but like but nobody goes outside the twin universe no but they're all (laughs) at whatever convention this is we just saw two twins these two fellas who this is like the big money shot. They're taking the gum out of the wrapper and putting it in their mouth and chewing it together, but they're like inches away from each other's face. And it's unclear what the director told them to try to emote, but they just kind of keep looking at each other and making these goofy faces (laughs) while they're chewing the gum, like their nose is almost touching. Yeah, I think it's like, 
Oh, what gum. a fun, weird. I think it's like, this is the first thing you've ever heard of gum. Mm-hmm. And when you try it, it's like the greatest thing you can imagine. You're from another planet yes. where gum hasn't been invented You're yet. Like, oh, you chew it and you swallow it. No, with this product, <laughs> you don't swallow. You just keep chewing. That is, you're right. That's what the director told them. Watch it again. Double good, double fresh, oh, double what? smooth, what? double delicious. Oh, this, is, oh, oh, oh. this thing is, uh, it's so good. Double splashing, double dashing. Imagine if you're a regular. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Cut that out. Imagine if you're a non-twin uh-huh. and you arrive at this beach and there's like so much going on. There's like there's jet skiing yeah. Yeah. and volleyball and you know just like there's a sailing. There's so much happening on this beach and then and suddenly at first you don't notice. And at first you don't notice and then you start to notice. <laughs> That everyone who's doing an activity <laughs> is dressed is with someone else who is dressed the same as them, and then you realize, oh no, they're not just dressed alike; uh-huh. they also are identical. Uh-huh. I mean, it would freak you out, <laughs> and I'm not saying that because twins not, are creepy. You're not trying to, yeah. But I'm saying that that scenario would really wig anybody <laughs> out. Okay, turns out there is a third version of the song as well. I'd have never heard that version, by the way. Double your pleasure with Double Mint Gum. Because it's double good, double fresh, double smooth. Always double delicious to chew. Double good, double good, double mint gum. Double your pleasure with Double Mint Gum. Um, that one is less of a beach scenario and more of a kind of white water rafting. Yeah, like jumping on a river off somewhere. Jumping off cliffs in a waterfall kind now, of Now, do way. any of these star the actresses who were in the Spaceballs movie as the Double Mint Twins? I think that was this for the first commercial that the I played. The ones with the dogs? The ones with the dogs. Because okay. that's, I think, what I, where I learned it the first time we talked about that commercial. But okay. Anyway, that's your Twins show. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind Alright, let's get into some of your emails that you sent in. I got this note from Teresa in Glenside, Pennsylvania, who says, Hello, I am extremely upset. Why? Is it the multiple tornadoes and life-threatening flooding that just passed through our region here? Nope. It's because I have now encountered the Seat Geek Internet commercial twice, and it makes me so uncomfortable. A talking butt that isn't even animated? Really? I have a feeling. Without seeing it, like that sentence I found very confusing. A talking butt that isn't even animated. So, like, Teresa is offering us a commercial that has a talking butt and feels like if you're going to do that, at least animate it in some way. Yeah, I can understand that impulse. Now, I would make the argument that is. I am uh, notoriously squeamish about butt stuff. (laughs) You can put that in my highlights reel. (laughs) Put it on your grave stuff. Um, this commercial, uh, I think I'm slappy. I was going to say getting slappy, but I think I started the show slappy. Um, 
So this commercial is for, as we just said, it's for a company called Seat Geeks, and it's about getting um, cheap tickets to various events, right? Okay. And I would argue and say that th- maybe this isn't animated. Maybe this is, um, what do you call it when uh, you have practical effects? Maybe this is a practical effect. But okay. essentially, you s- the whole commercial is a close-up on someone's butt. Now, right, and this is not a real butt. I want to be very clear. Mm-hmm. This is a this is some pants that have either something. It's it's like the back of a person. Some guy wearing khakis. I yes. assume it's a man. Yeah. Um. But the butt is very lumpy and too large. So there's some mm-hmm. prosthetic in the butt. Yes. And the entire commercial just focuses on this shot of the butt, and the butt is talking directly to us okay. through the pants. Through the pants. And while is it talking like this? Well, it just moves around a lot. Oh, okay. The cheeks just sort of, <laughs> for real. Like you tell me, like I don't. It's not like a mouth earlier. on its side. In other no, words. it doesn't turn. That's the gesture. It doesn't I made. turn the crack into the mouth. Okay. It just sort of. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, let's talk let's about it. Let's just talk about it. Um, it's just like the two buns, as you say, which are weirdly protruding, just sort of move around and poke around. Why not just hire an actor with a decent butt? Well, because the... nobody's butt, butt can move like this. If there's oh, an actor okay. whose butt can move the way I see. this butt's going to move. I think move, you're right. Then it must be a practical effect. Yeah. Take a listen. Oh, yeah. My life used to be quite boring. Just sitting on the couch, at the office, the occasional restaurant. But now, wow, I'm living the dream. This week alone, whew, I've been to two basketball games and a concert. I've never felt more alive in my life. What's it Get doing? your seat tickets to What was it doing there? Just it, it kind of expanded and then contracted? Like yeah, they're balloons it, or something. I think that that is, first of all, how they're doing this. I think they have put this person in some pants and then inserted behind over each butt cheek a balloon that they are able to remotely like inflate and deflate. Because that's the impression that mm-hmm. you have of underneath. Um, and I actually... Um, like as much as I said I was prepared to be uh, scandalized here, I actually kind of found it a little charming. It's not a bear like, butt. So it's not I was a bear butt. It didn't, I didn't find it super gross, and and I mean I kind of like it's sort of a it's sort of a funny idea, right? Like mm-hmm. your butt likes the seat that's put yeah. you're putting it in. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not as I'm not as offended by it, but I also think that Teresa set us up for the worst there. Yes, I was, you know she's just at home. She's watching TV. She's got all kinds of terrible weather coming through her area, and then this fucking talking butt is just, like, in her face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely um, going to... It's going to rub some people the wrong way, I think. Things are going to get worse before they get better here on After These Messages because our buddy Paul in the UK sent me this commercial, which there's a weird TBTL kind of crossover here that I don't really have to get into, but there's... Me and Luke have this long-running joke that involves a pooping turtle. It was a handmade sign using clip art that we saw in a restroom in the outback of Australia that we saw during a very vulnerable moment in our trip. (laughs) Um, And that thing is called Splooch the Diarrhea Turtle. Um, But anyway, somebody, Paul here is also a TBTL listener, and somebody else, I believe, sent this in as well, although maybe both came from Paul. Um, This is a product called turtle oh, and it's no. the closest thing to splooch the diarrhea turtle this is, this is right a out toy. of this is right out of awesome show great job 
Yeah, this is like that. We did a whole show on the fact that all these games and toys for kids these days all have to do with pooping. And yeah. I, I, it's not like you have one doll that you give it a a bottle like in my day. <laughs> And maybe it pees and you change its diaper. Everything is obsessed with shit now. Yeah. And this is this pink and purple turtle, spelled like a turd. Right. Um, that Which, you feed it. On. And then you put it on a toilet, a toy toilet, with, again, a see-through bowl so you can see the bowel yes. movement pass through the turtle. Ding dong, this is offensive. Uh-oh, gotta go. Uh-oh, gotta it's Neil, go. gotta go turtle. He eats. Uh-oh, quick, the toilet. He poops. And he talks. Let's do it again. Neil, gotta go turtle. Some character. Uh-oh, gotta go. Now, I said this the last time we talked about disgusting children's toys, which is, I'm not a parent. If... This is something that your child needs to complete the potty training or any other sort of like early childhood education process. And if this works for you, via Condios. Like I I wouldn't presume otherwise. But what I heard from parents is like, no, that's not what this is about. It's just about kids who are already potty trained, loving to like revel in the tabooness of poopiness. Hula hoops. That's what kids should be playing with. Go outside and <laughs> play know, with a hula kids. hoop. Get one of those paddle balls <laughs> with the, the string. Do that. They're going to find some way to make it about pooping. Let them do it then. I mean the, the marketers, the, oh. the toy makers. Jenna says, I think this is a funny sentence. This morning, while obsessively researching car seats, although I don't have nor do I plan on having little kids... I don't know. Hey, sometimes I go down I go down a weird <laughs> research rabbit hole too sometimes, Jenna. I was delighted to find this bop. It's so hilarious. Like, what on earth would inspire anyone to think this was a good idea? It's beyond me, but I'm grateful they did. It looks like this commercial is from 2015, but to my knowledge, it never became a chart-topping hit. Always sad to see great work going unacknowledged. This is for something called Chico... Zip two-in-one belt positioning booster. Essentially, it's a car seat where you can unzip parts of it and throw them in the washing machine and put them back on. And you have all these different patterns and stuff you can choose from. So it's not quite as boring as your usual car seat, right? Okay. And the whole thing is explained in song by children. So the man needs a booster. One that excites, but the parents have to know if it's safety's all right. Ten different heights and killer fashions. It's Kiko Manufactured, where everything happens. Zip to wash, zip to match. Let the kids roll style with all the right packs. Mixing every color, doesn't matter you choose. It's Kiko Manufactured, everybody approves. Zip to wash, zip to match. Mommy loves its features, cause it's easy to latch. So why be strapped to something uncool? We're just a zip away of Duels on Super Sentinel Boost. Easy zip away and wash to include. Protection, safety, style the suit. It's Kiko. Innovation and boost. I understood like mm-hmm. about every fourth word I want to say. I was going to say the same thing. I don't uh, know this what she's could saying. never rival cars for kids in terms of stickiness because you don't know what I they're saying. I do not know what was being said there. That is interesting. You know, 
and I kind of wondered, it was irritating. When, let me be clear. When I first saw this, I wondered why Jenna sent us the link to the commercial that you just heard, but she also sent a screen cap for almost every line <laughs> so that we would know what they're saying. And I'm looking for her original email here. Genevieve, the very first line is, so the man needs a booster one that excites. Why was it the Who, man? Who's the man? Who's like, the, the man? man? I don't know, but it does seem to be that that's what they're saying. So the man needs a booster. One that excites, but the... This is a full minute song. How do you start with... I understand if downstream yeah. you, you need, need to punt on something. Yeah, right. But you're starting with, so the man needs a booster? Yeah, just start, something start that somewhere excites. else. Yeah. But the parents have to know if it's safety's all right. Ten different heights and killer fashions. It's Chico manufactured where everything happens. I won't keep going on from that point on, but I'm astounded by how badly that song begins. And continues and ends and then, also. And then continues there's and no, ends. There's no point where it's like, well, they really found their rhythm. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I believe we went so long. So much stumbling and bumbling for me. That well, was the problem. There was double of everything, so it just took longer. Oh, I love it. Yeah, thank Ding you. Ding dong, being... that's not offensive. <laughs> I've lost track of what is and isn't offensive about trans. But thank you for putting that show together. That sure. was very fun. It was um it's it is wild uh the way you know marketers and advertisers feel entitled to just sort of appropriate the idea mm -hmm. of twins mm -hmm. and twinhood. I'd love to hear from some twins in the audience about how it affected you, uh, if you seeing that kind of representation in the media. Aside from the stereotypes of sexiness and then creepiness, there was one other kind of trope that we didn't address today um, because I didn't find them to be super interesting, but they're also used twin commercials. The other big category would be young parents who just had right. twins and like how they're dealing with the, yeah suddenly the everything chaos seems or whatever is twice as hard as you thought it was exactly gonna be. anyway if you guys see any twin commercials you want to send our way or call us with anything on your mind you can do that at 607-444-5597 607-444-5597 and you can share the commercials with us by sending us links at after these messages show at gmail.com and there's a vibrant facebook community there's a vibrant facebook community you can post things there i do i do always take a look at those uh, we'd love to hear from you alright talk to you guys next week they all spies and I'm Pisces rising and you ain't Hoover you suck like James Dyson google the devil but I feel lucky extreme home makeover couldn't touch me